Hello, this is Ayush from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 19th of September, and it's the day when a special CBI court in Delhi extended former Union Finance Minister P. Chitamram's judicial custody till October 3rd. The court, however, allowed the Congress leader to meet his family. Chidambaram's lawyers pointed out that the Congress leader had already been in judicial custody for the last 14 days and that reasonable grounds must exist for extending the judicial custody. They also moved an application for Chidambaram's medical examination, pointing out that he had lost weight. The CBI court had sent Chidambaram to jail on September the 5th and the court had directed that the politician be kept in a separate cell as he has Z security. It also allowed him to carry his medicines to jail. According to the CBI, there were irregularities in the foreign direct investment clearance granted to INX Media by the Foreign Investment Promotion Board in 2007. The Congress leader was the finance minister at the time. In what might be a major discovery for Indian history, artifacts found in excavations carried out in Kizhadi in Tamil Nadu's Sivagangai district have determined a possible link between the scripts of the Indus Valley Civilization and the Tamil Brahmi, the precursor to modern Tamil. After a decline of the Indus Valley Civilization, scholars speculated that its people might have moved south. Now, research coming out of Kizadis shows that a possible connection between the two cultures exists. A report released by the Tamil Nadu Archaeological Department today states, quote, One kind of script that survived between the disappearance of the Indus script and the emergence of the Brahmi script is called as graffiti marks by the scholars. These graffiti marks are the one evolved or transformed from Indus script and served as precursor for the emergence of Brahmi script. Unquote. The findings of the Tamil Nadu Archaeological Department also indicate another major discovery, that an urban civilization was thriving on the banks of the Wagai River in Tamil Nadu in 6th century BCE, around 2500 years ago. What this suggests is that the Sangam era, considered Tamil Nadu's golden age, began much earlier than what was once thought. In a shocking incident, a 24-year-old man was allegedly lynched and burnt alive at Sharmipet in the outskirts of Hyderabad by a mob on suspicion that he performed black magic. According to the police, family members of 1K Lakshmi, a woman who died on Tuesday due to ill health, suspected that the victim, an auto driver, could have performed black magic on her leading to her death. The incident took place in Adra Sapali village. Locals claimed that the victim and his father were known to allegedly practice witchcraft and Lakshmi's family members always suspected the doer for her poor health. The victim, moreover, was killed while he was attending Lakshmi's funeral. The police have found a blood-stained spot at the site of the funeral and recovered a handkerchief from the scene. They also collected bones from the pyre and sent them for forensic analysis. Speaking on the Ram Temple issued today for the first time in his second term, PM Narendra Modi urged the people to trust the judiciary and asked quote-unquote loudmouths to refrain from making loose claims on the issue. Speaking in Maharashtra's Nashik, Modi said quote, In the last two-three weeks, some Baya Bahadur or Barbole have started speaking nonsense on Ram Temple. It is necessary to have respect for the Supreme Court, the matter is sub judice, and all parties involved are presenting their case and the court is listening to them. Unquote. PM Modi's remarks come days after Shiv Sena chief Udhav Thakre had asked the BJP-led union government to take a bold decision on the lines of the removal of Article 370 for the construction of Ram Temple in Ayodhya. 
at least 30 civilians were killed and 40 injured in an air strike conducted by the Afghan security forces backed by the US air support in eastern Afghanistan, according to a Reuters report. Government officials have claimed that the attack that took place on Wednesday night was aimed at destroying a hideout used by the Islamic State militants, but it accidentally targeted farmers near a field. A provincial council member in the eastern Nangahar province of Afghanistan told Reuters that a drone strike killed 30 workers in a pine nut field and at least 40 others were injured. The defense ministry in Kabul confirmed the strike but refused to share casualty details. The Narendra Modi government's ambitious project on bullet trains got a full clearance from the Gujarat High Court today as it rejected over 100 petitions filed by farmers challenging the land acquisition process and demanding higher compensation. A bench of Justice Anand Dave and Justice Biren Vaishnav dismissed the challenge to land acquisition for the 508 kilometers Ahmedabad-Mumbai bullet train project by the National High Speed Railway Corporation. The High Court said that Gujarat's amendment in 2016 to the Centre's land acquisition law is valid. It also held valid the Centre's gesture to delegate executive power to Gujarat state to acquire land, though it is a multi-state project. On compensation, it said that the farmers are now free to show compensation package offered in other projects to demand higher compensation. The High Court has said that the social impact assessment carried out in the bullet train project under the existing guidelines were apt and satisfactory. Out of the nearly 6,900 farmers to be affected by the project, nearly 60% have objections to the land acquisition process. They will now approach the Supreme Court, said the lawyer Anand Yagnik after the High Court verdict. Today's recommendation is the latest episode of News Laundry's podcast, Reporters Without Orders, where I was joined by my colleagues Gaurav Sarkar, Snigdha Sharma and Basant Kumar. We discussed the effect of the economic slowdown in rural India, PM Modi's birthday wishes and the foreign investment dump and even football. You can find the episode on our website www.newsnaudit.com and if you like it, then do subscribe by clicking on the red button on the top right hand corner of the website. Please pay to keep news free and subscribe to News Laundry. That's all we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 